1: well, most of us figured it was going to happen. It was just a matter of, well, the deadline. Would he announce it uh, well before the deadline? Would it be announced during uh, and leading up to the deadline? C.J. Stroud made it official. He's turning pro, foregoing his remaining eligibility at the Ohio State to enter the NFL Draft projections have him going top five worst case scenario maybe top 10 and to discuss this right now and if there was even a sliver of hope that he might return to ohio state let's go to the hotline and bring in the outstanding buckeyes beat reporter at letterman Road. follow him on twitter at tim underscore may sports he is tim may how are you tim
2: i'm doing extremely well road work
1: I appreciate you joining us on short notice to talk about this. I think you told us the last time we had you on, we were expecting that C.J. Stroud was going to turn pro. And then all of a sudden, Tim, uh, within the last uh, 48 to 72 hours, uh, there was this talk about, oh, he might be returning to Ohio State. So was that just uh, rumors created by social media, or was there something to him thinking about going back to Ohio State for one more year?
2: Uh you remember that uh, you remember that uh moment that scene in the Christmas vacation when Chevy Chase asked for a drum roll. Drum yes. roll please? Yeah. It was more like that I think. Uh and he finally plugged in and is headed for the NFL. Uh I I never seriously thought, based on what I was hearing and putting together that he was uh anyway he might have been Looking at returning, but was no, I don't think any way leaning toward returning may be the best way of putting it. Only he knows for sure from the standpoint right. of uh, what might have come his way from an NIL offer or something. But you know, you know, this roadmaster, you don't, you don't want to get into a, a bidding war with the National Football League. I know you've got the NIL League going on now, but the NFL, you know, uh, Especially if you're a top projected to be a top five draft pick, and who knows, he might even go number one if uh, some if some trading uh, stuff goes along goes around with Chicago Bears in the last days leading up to the draft, or hell, who knows, maybe tomorrow. But uh, but the bottom line is now that now everything shifts to was he going to come back? I don't think so. Uh, I never said I never projected that he would be coming back based on what I was hearing and just based on sort of knowing him. Uh, Now the projection is going to be who's going to trade up to get him. And uh, because I do believe that when they do the final analysis uh, of everything, he will emerge as the number one quarterback uh, prospect in this class. And that's no slight uh, to Bryce Young, but I just think he is that kind of talent. But, hey, we'll see, right? May go right up to deadline. Are they going to trade for him or not?
0: That's right. Tim, if, if you're Ryan Day or maybe even Brian Hartline now, don't you want him to go to the pros because when you're looking at the team and we keep hearing the transfer portal, what if they take a chance and he comes back? And then all of a sudden, next year you've got Kyle McCord saying, "Hey, I'm a five-star. I want out of this program because I don't want to sit any longer." And doesn't it eventually hurt your recruiting at that position.
2: What do you mean next year saying that? You know, it probably yeah. it would probably happen sooner rather than later. You know, I I talked about that on TV the other night on uh Channel 10 down here is that uh you know, it could have a disruption, uh, in your, basically your conveyor belt of quarterbacks in that, in that quarterback room, because right now on campus, they've only got two scholarship quarterbacks in Cal McCord and Devin Brown, both of them, both of whom it were extremely highly rated coming out of high school. Devin Brown, I think in the final projections on the 2022 class, you know, those things change, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right. The, the, which is always intriguing to me, but, uh, but basically he was considered the number one overall quarterback prospect in that 2022 class. And Cal McCord was extremely highly rated a couple, three years ago. Uh, you know, uh, there would be no reason for both of them to stick around for sure. So now you've got a, a, a Donnybrook heading into uh, spring ball. You've got to think Cal McCord would have the lead going into it just because he was the backup quarterback uh, this year. And really, uh, the backup quarterback last year. So, you know, uh, we'll see how that goes. But you're exactly right. I mean, in this age of transfer portal and uh, leaving early and NIL, some some of those things have to kind of keep shuffling.
0: Do you believe in the in the rating system? Four star, five oh, star. I'll take your
2: grandpa if I believed in Santa Claus. I know yes, I you. I know I you believe, believe in, in Santa that. Claus.
0: Any good-hearted huh? southern Southern man believes in Santa Claus. You probably call him Santa Claus.
2: But No, I didn't know I'm not come a on, heck. I'm just I'm, I'm just from the South. Look,
0: man, call uh, Santa Claus. You keep talking about Christmas and Christmas vacation, you call him Santa Claus. But <laughs> no, no, no. My no, thing is this when, when I look at this quarterback position and I think about the star rating system and I don't like it. My point yeah. is the fact that you've got a five star waiting in the wings and CJ Stroud was a four star. I don't know what Devin Brown was rated, but I look at it this way. Every time they talk about somebody all we hear is the guy for the next class that was supposed to be a five star decided to take himself out of contention for Ohio State sure. but yet you got this guy waiting in the wings. Let's go. Well, here's the thing.
2: Well, here's the thing. And this is it's almost for quarterbacks. Quarterbacks have been transferring. I know since I started covering Ohio State football back in back in 1984, I can name you a, a whole load of guys who have left because quarterback and you you guys know this. Uh one quarterback usually plays, and mm-hmm. if when your time comes and you don't get that brass ring, meaning your time on the, I keep calling it the conveyor belt because that's kind of what it is at Ohio State, when your time comes and you don't get that, that tap, just like with Joey Burrow, you know, you've, your clock is ticking. You only got mm-hmm. a couple more years, a couple more three years left to go play quarterback somewhere else. And because as much as it's cool to be in Ohio State or be on Alabama, you know, look at the quarterbacks who left Alabama. Look at the quarterbacks who left Georgia, for goodness sakes. Yeah. Uh, your clock is ticking, and uh, your chance to be the starter, but then number two, to to get video showing where you headed for the next level, uh, is is going out the, going to the wayside. And with that said, like you talked about, about the star ratings, where was Stetson Bennett coming out of high school? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, nobody wanted him of any repute. Georgia didn't even want him. They had, he walked on. They tried to run him off a couple of times. Then he went to a junior college and then I think they probably hoped he he was out of their hair for good, but he wasn't. He came back and all he's done is won two national championships and was a major, major uh, part of those winning championships. Cause, cause the two questions you're asking is what do the star ratings mean? And then number two, do some guys not get their shot when maybe they should have, but they didn't because of their star rating or who recruited them, uh, they're all kinds of like, uh, you know. That's a, uh, a psychologist or psychiatrist couch you want to lay down on and figure all that stuff out with.
1: Happy to have Tim May with us talking about CJ. Two, Str- two more words. Go ahead.
2: Two more words. Brock Purdy. Now go ahead. There you go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant. Well put. Tim May joining <laughs> us uh, talking CJ Stroud going to the NFL as we all expected him to do. My next question to you, Tim May, since you've covered the Buckeyes as long as anybody I know, okay? And, and that yeah. is, why do Buckeyes quarterbacks struggle at the NFL level? Because they have not had, from my research, and this could be wrong and I didn't search back far enough, but my research says they have never had a Pro Bowl quarterback from the Ohio State where he graduated from Ohio State. Joe Burrow doesn't count, okay, because he wasn't the a starter there at Ohio State. He won the national championship with LSU. So why is it, outside of Joe Burrow transferred, why haven't the Buckeyes been able to produce a legitimate starting Pro Bowl quarterback in the history of Ohio State football?
2: Well, first of all, Joe Burrow acknowledged Ohio State in his Heisman Trophy acceptance speech. So he counts Ohio State. That was a he- that was a hellacious competition he was in with Dwayne Haskins Jr. Uh, number two, uh, you know, as you look back on Ohio State quarterbacks way back, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's a pretty interesting, uh, lineage of guys who were really good college quarterbacks, but you know, weren't, I'm not sure anybody looked at Rex Kern as the consummate next NFL super stud. Matter of fact, he played safety, I think, for the Washington, it was in the Washington Redskins, now the Washington Commanders. Uh, right. for a little bit, uh, you know, the, the, you know, Cornelius green, uh, all these guys that came along, you know, the guy that had probably the best shot, but then, uh, circumstances, uh, got in his way of his own accord was Art Lister. Uh, he had most of the tools you wanted in a pro quarterback, but, uh, off the field, as you know, things went awry mm-hmm. and then went awry again. And then went awry again. Again, uh, yeah. <laughs> Troy Smith, in my opinion, Troy Smith. If Troy Smith had landed in the right place uh, with the right with the right uh, circumstance, I think he could have been a a really good NFL quarterback. But he went from what Baltimore, uh, where I think he started a few games, to San Francisco, which at that moment, uh, it, by any by any explanation, was being coached by sort of a madman. And Mike Singletary, and we know how how all that went down. Uh, And I think he had the makings of being that kind of guy. It's been kind of star-crossed. You know, of course, a fellow who's caught everybody's eye this season because he's tired of losing uh, on a team that just doesn't have the wherewithal yet is Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way he just decided, hey, if I don't have the receivers, if I don't have the time to throw because of my line, I'm just going to run the ball. I want to win football games. I think – you we're premature in saying that Justin Fields couldn't become a Pro Bowl type, all pro type quarterback. Cause I think he's got the tools in the passing game. If he can just get the, the, uh, the wherewithal around him to take him to that next level. And I think CJ Stroud, you know, going to Askins junior, the jury was still out on him, in my opinion, even though, uh, he had bounced from Washington to Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh liked him a lot. Uh, and then of course the circumstances it took him away. We're unfortunate. Right. Jakey Barrett was never anybody projected by anybody to be a, necessarily a pro-style quarterback, but he was a great. He was a great college quarterback. I could name out everybody else, but I'd get tired. Joe Germain, uh, Ted
1: Graham, Bobby hoyt all blood. those guys. Bobby, yeah, Hol- yeah.
2: Bobby Hoy started in the NFL. Didn't become all pro or anything, but he started in the NFL and played the NFL. So.
1: But, you know, but, Tim, here's yeah. the thing. We, we've talked about uh, the Buckeyes. I think they sh- for all the talent they've had over the years, they should have more national championships than they do. For all the talent they've had over the years, you'd think they'd have one quarterback that they could hang their hat. I mean, th- to say that Mike Tomczak is the best NFL quarterback to come out of Ohio State and he went undrafted is amazing to me. He lasted 15 years as a spot starter slash backup won a Super Bowl with the Bears as a backup, but to say he's the best for for the, the history of Ohio State football, that's just mind-boggling to me that nobody has come out of there and become that guy.
0: Kenny, none of them have been prolific passers. About the closest, and Tim May just may have mentioned it, would have been maybe Arch Schleister. They all ran an RPO. That doesn't work at the NFL.
2: Uh, you know, even Craig Krenzel started, started some games, I think, for the Bears and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. But, yeah, I mean, I can't do anything about history, uh, Road Warrior. I mean, I just can't do anything about it. All I can point to is the last, since Urban Meyer really showed up, the last almost in-line quarterbacks at Ohio State have been, have been the most outstanding offensive players in the Big Ten at least once, and, and several of them quite a few times. Uh, uh, under Ryan Day, you know, it's gone to another level, the quarterback play. And, right. uh, and the guys they're bringing in, When you bring in four and five stars, it's going to click for somebody. It definitely did for CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud, uh, is is a ridiculous thrower of the football. And as he proved against Georgia, he'll also run it. But I can't do anything about the past for you except to say that maybe, you know, the quarterbacks that they put their trust in and, uh, to run their, to run the show for them weren't quite on that elite level when it came to being pro quarterbacks. But I think that has nothing to do. With college quarterbacks, is anybody projecting Stetson Bennett to be the next great quarterback in college, in, in the NFL? Hell no. Was he a no. great college quarterback? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, oh, without question. And it's just to me it's ironic that the guy that they didn't pick that lost to Dwayne Haskins and they chose Haskins over Joe Burrow goes on to You're not going to let Vanessa. that go, are you? You're no, because that's evaluation of talent to me, and that's why I think they don't have more national championships uh, go, than go, they do. Go, go look up, go look up Dwayne
2: Haskins Jr. stats in 2018 and compare him, to, compare him to Joe Burrow's stats at LSU in 2018, 2018, and get back to me. I mean, that's all I'll say about that.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: okay. both these guys were extremely talented. Both of them were first-round draft picks. Uh, you know, Ohio State has had what? Uh, uh, Dwayne Estes Jr. and, and uh, 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 what's his face with the, with the Bears? Justin Fields. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields, you know, first-round draft picks over the last couple of three, you know, three, four drafts. I mean, I think Ohio State is trending in the right direction.
1: i'll i'll give you that but time will tell if it translates to the nfl level when you look at justin fields god bless him 24 touchdowns 21 interceptions so yeah he's running the ball more but that's maybe maybe the maybe for justin fields the league is trending that way where mobile quarterbacks are going to be more beneficial with Lamar uh Jackson as we saw they could use him in Baltimore with Jalen Hurts the way he's playing now on that so maybe that mm-hmm. helps Justin Fields but a 79.7 Josh quarterback Allen. rating through the first 2 years yeah Josh Allen another running quarterback so maybe that will benefit him but still I just I find it amazing that this uh you know national championship uh you know school that has eight of them over the many, many years, and a lot of them were running backs who won the Heisman, um, just hasn't been able to produce one legitimate starting Pro Bowl quarterback in the history of the National Football League. And I hope that C.J. Stroud yeah. is that who guy. Produced, who
2: produced Jalen Hurts, Alabama or Oklahoma? Uh,
1: to I mean? me, mm-hmm. that's Alabama. That's <laughs> well, Nick Saban. Yeah.
2: Uh, but, but Joe Burrow doesn't count for Ohio State. Give me a break. Uh, J- Jalen Hurts got, re- got replaced in the second half of a of a national championship game, and then got beat out by Tua Tungavaloa, according, according to Alabama coaches. You see what I'm saying? I mean, right, you only play but, one guy.
1: How many games did Joe Burrow start for Ohio State? Uh, none. Okay, Jalen Hurts started for both schools, did he not? Yeah, but you know, apples
2: and oranges. There or apples just, and pears. Hey, starts or I mean, starts, I I, and I don't know what to say to you. Jalen Hurts had the job and got beat out. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what am I saying? You know, what? Where are we going with this? I mean, bottom line is, uh, Joe Burrow did the best thing for Joe Burrow, just like a lot of these other guys. You know, uh, DJ Ungelele finally got beat out at Clemson at the end of the year, and uh, now he's at Oregon State. Uh, you know, Michael Penix Jr. transferred from Indiana. To Washington and, and emerged, but he definitely beat Penn State when he was at uh, at Indiana. You know, Joe Burrow didn't get a chance to start because they were behind J T. Barrett. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. uh, what can I say? Ohio State was has been in the mix for the national championship forever. Uh, it seems like, and going back to your original premise, you know, you're you're concerned about the national championships. Ohio State has not won. They've been yes. in the running for a great deal of them. 'em. I'm put in a I'm put into a spot here where I'm trying to defend them. Uh right. and I'm not I'm not necessarily doing that. But I told you my last last time I was on my best, one of my best buddies, Jeff Snook, was lamenting how many times Ohio State has been in the running for a national championship over the last what, going back to the uh uh going back to you know seventy nine, uh, you know, for example right. with Arch Schleester. And those guys, mm-hmm. when they played USC, and you look through yep. the years, I mean, how close they've been to to about eight or ten other national championships. It, it, I'm sure, for I think fans it's frustrating. But the other
1: side is, at least you were in the hunt. I, I guess if that's your, if you're happy just being in the hunt, that's fine. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought Indiana the bar was set higher. <laughs> I know, but they have they ever won one? No, Buckeyes have won seven or eight, whatever it is, depending on the rankings you look at well, and everything. Yeah, so, golly. You take Alabama out of the
2: equation and uh you know, Ohio State's, you know, basically right up there with anybody. I mean, uh yeah, Clemson won two during the highlight years, uh, with Trevor Lawrence and uh and who was the other guy? Taj Boyd? No nah, anyway, Watson. But I mean they won two, but uh Deshaun Watson, excuse mm-hmm. me, the now Cleveland Browns uh quarterback. But you know, I mean, at least you're in the hunt,
1: man. I mean, Guy Lee, top yeah. four is pretty good in any kind of league. I, I know, but uh, two for Georgia, two for Clemson, one for Ohio State, and it just hey, it seems like there should be more. Beats B and uh, Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, they – yeah, I can go back to Stoops. They got their one. You well, let's hope States, Stroud, Stroud can end the drought. Off. Yeah, let's That's hope like Stroud Oklahoma. can end the drought. Do you
2: do you give Oklahoma credit for Baker Mayfield? I mean, he started, at Texas, he started out at Texas Tech. You know what I mean? Then he walked on at Oklahoma, <laughs> and he wouldn't go away. And suddenly, Oklahoma, he was their quarterback and won a Heisman Trophy. I mean, you know. We, we we could that's a rabbit hole. We're
0: going to give them there the credit it. for Spencer Rattler if you want credit there you go.
2: Well, there you go. I mean, you know, what did mm-hmm. he do? He killed uh, yep. Tennessee's hopes and dreams this year. <laughs> what well, playing for South Carolina. That's
0: right.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: there you go. All right, we'll we'll table <laughs> this conversation for another day. We do want to get your reaction to Brian Hartline officially becoming the offensive coordinator Tim May. So what will his job duties be this year as the offensive coordinator will he call plays on saturday well number one i'm sure his number one job will be
2: trying to like let you know he doesn't have that many free tickets to send you um uh, <laughs> you know being from that akron canton greater akron canton area yep. um and uh, number two uh you know ryan day will delineate that uh at his leisure like Like he told me, you know, after the bowl game, you know, you saw what what Kirk uh, Herbstreit reported, and then I, I, you know, texted with Ryan, and basically he's giving serious consideration to stepping away from the uh, play-calling duties, which would, in his mind, free him up to be what I define as a classic head coach, meaning a coach uh, who will wander the field both watching the offense and the defense because he knows – as close as he's been to, like, some national championships in the last three years, well, three of the last four years, defense has been their Achilles. And uh, for one for one reason or another, I thought they had a pretty good defense in 19 and were robbed, were robbed. But that would have been interesting for you, Road, Road Roadmaster, if it's What's like that? they had gotten to play uh, Clemson in 2019 and saw a showdown between Dwayne Haskins Jr., and uh i'm not Dwayne Haskins junior, Justin Fields and uh Joe Burrow but that's 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 T for another day but uh okay. but i think you know Brian is excited about being the offensive coordinator but it, what does that mean in the play calling realm we're going to find out i think as the year goes along i think you know he, he let's put it this way if he's not calling the plays he will have huge impact in, in what is being called but uh i would think right now you would expect him to call the plays in uh, essence, send in the make the final decision on the play is more the way of putting it the way Ohio State does things. And Ryan Day, while he's trying to maybe stick his head in the defensive room a hell of a lot more and get some things straightened out over there when it comes to uh, getting ripped on big plays.
1: Yeah, let's hope he continues to recruit the wide receivers uh, that he's been recruiting because that helps who's yeah, ever he's playing still in quarterback. Of that. He's, yeah, he's no, still no in question. Of that. Hey, real quick, Tim. Uh, two quick things because we got about uh, two minutes here. Um, Big Ten commissioner, who's going to be the next guy to replace Warren as as the Big Ten commissioner? You have any ideas? Uh, I think
2: the I think the emoji or whatever is IDK. I don't know, uh, <laughs> but you know it'll be interesting because I got to ask this on a on a on another radio show today. Don't get mad at me. I wasn't you know I wasn't uh, two timing you,
1: but uh-huh, sure. uh huh sure.
2: You know, <laughs> they were asking me. You know, where would Gene Smith be in something like this? Uh, Gene Smith is, as you know, is is kind of, has been flexing his muscle a hell of a lot more the last several years when it comes to, uh, uh, being the athletic director of Ohio State and having much more say in the direction and some of the things that were going on in the Big Ten. Whether he'd be interested, haven't had a chance to ask him. Uh, you know, he's, he's basically my age or maybe a year younger than me. I'm 68. So, you know, whether you want to take on that kind of task, Or not, or finally slip into the, uh, you know, wild blue yonder uh, in terms of retirement, which I tried to do four years ago and got jerked back into this. But, uh, jerked. I went, I came willingly, but, but grudgingly. I don't know (laughs) if you can describe it any better than that. Um, but we'll see. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. And my, it's strange. The, uh, the, uh, the commissioner of the ACC the guy that was at Northwestern who it looked like big, the big Ten was going to hire when they hired Kevin Warren. And in a last minute push, I think it was led by Michael Drake, then the president of Ohio state to go after uh, Kevin Warren, uh, changed all that. And, and, and that fellow went to uh, uh, the ACC Phillips, I think is his name, John Phillips. I'm, I'm I'm not, str- I'm trying to remember it. Like I said, I'm 68, but yeah. uh, you know, they may, may make another run at him. Who knows? But, uh, there will be quite a few candidates. That's for sure.
1: James Phillips uh, is his name. You're close. You got the yeah. J right. James Phillips is the, uh, uh, Phillips. you know, yeah. that, the head man there with the ACC. All right. Last thing, Tim, and I got sixty seconds on this. Harbaugh staying at Michigan, which had a better chance of happening? C.J. Stroud staying at Ohio State or Harbaugh going to the NFL? What do you think was closer to happening there?
2: Harbaugh going to the NFL, without a doubt.
1: In my opinion, okay. And why do you think he stayed?
2: Reason, uh, well, you know, like like the Minnesota Vikings thing. Remember, it happened uh, eleven eleven months and eleven months and like fifteen days ago. You remember that with him and his coaches left and all that stuff. And uh, and then the Vikings, as it turned out, did not want him after the interview. Um, uh, I don't know whether he rubbed people the wrong way in the in the uh, NFL, but the the enlightening stories I've read from Michigan was he was definitely having uh, a contract uh, a dispute with Ward Manuel, the uh, athletic director. And speaking of Santa, or as y'all called it, Santee, but Santa Ono, the president of uh, – what what a name, right? Uh, yeah. Of uh, Michigan basically stepped into the mix and helped straighten some things out, I think, in terms of his contract situation, uh, which okay. he wanted if not be the – highest-paid coach in the uh, Big Ten right there at the same threshold but also wanted his coaching staff to to enjoy being the highest-paid coaching staff in the Big Ten, which I don't think is a big ask considering what they've done the last two years. Evidently, some of that stuff got straightened out. But, you know, okay. only Jim Harbaugh really knows what happened in pursuit of or maybe not in pursuit of an NFL job. But it sure looked look like to me – one foot was out the door and everybody's blaming him for going back on his word. But it sounds to me like Michigan uh, in terms of his contract situation might have gone back on some things that were maybe uh, initially promised to him in a contract restructuring. So, uh, you know, takes two to dance like that.
1: No doubt. Tim, you're the best. We always appreciate the time and the uh, information. Be well, my friend. We'll talk again down the road. All right.
2: Hey, road work Ahead, it is always a pleasure being
1: on with you two fellas. All right, be well. There he is, the one, the only, the legendary. Tim May joining us here on the Kenny and JT Show. Back with more after this.